Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnets. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Good morning and welcome to Dirt Radio, Friends of the Earth's weekly program on 3CR. Megan Williams is my name and we are broadcasting live from the Kulin Nations and right across stolen lands of so-called Australia via 3cr.org.au. I'd like to pay my respects to all Elders, past, present and emerging. Uh, And it is so often that First Nations people are on the front line of the environmental issues we talk about on this show. There can be no climate justice without First Nations justice, and sovereignty of these lands was never ceded. On today's show, we will be casting the lens outside the direct work of any Friends of the Earth collective as we hear from Alanta Mountain from the Forest Conservation uh, Victoria She's been a uh, conservationist for over 10 years and this week Forest Conservation Victoria set up a blockade in Talangi to Melbourne's northeast. Locals heard that Vic Forest would be moving into the Valley of Giants where the Kalatha tree resides, a spiritually significant tree for the Wurundjeri and Tungurung people and one that is much loved by the locals. Forest Conservation Victoria were successful in protecting the forest last week, stopping logging operations each day, but the risk remains. We'll be hearing all about this after the commun- this community service announcement. Underneath the ground at the Olympic Dam mine, there is an old sleepy lizard. BHP is mining right into that lizard named Kalta, and it's not so sleepy anymore. The old crocodile lizard, they really know the mining company's gotta go. The lizard returns protestable 2020. Uncle Kev is putting out the call. This is an invitation to all people and protectors of the land and waters to get involved in the creation of Autonomous Zone as we move for peace and justice. BYO, your own creative response to the nuclear industry and BHP's water theft. Keep an eye on the Lizard Revenge page on Facebook or check out our website for history and info and updates on the lizardbitesback.net. The Lizard Returns Protestable, the 3rd to the 6th of July, Arabana Country. See you there. A 3CR supporter. You're listening to Dirt Radio on 3CR with Megan. Joining me in studio is Alana Mountain from Forest Conservation Victoria. The group last week set up a blockade to protect the Kalatha tree in the Talangi State Forest after Vic Forest was set to begin logging in what they named the Zinger Coop. Alana, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. 
So let's start with the Kalatha tree and this so-called zinger coop. What can you tell us about those? Sure. So the Kalatha tree is a giant mountain ash which bears cultural and spiritual significance to the traditional landowners uh, within the Kalatha Valley of the Giants. And the zinger coop is within close proximity of this ancient tree. And the zinger coop is about a five hectare harvest area with a 2.7 hectare uh, driveway or access track which the machinery uses to gain access to the coop to log um, and this access track goes straight through a lead beater's possum buffer zone which is a critically endangered species and listed um, as a threatened species and is meant to be protected by our state government so it's a extremely vital a patch of habitat for this species, as well as uh, the barred galaxius, which is a threatened fish species which lives in the creek and has been found within the Kalatha Creek. Uh, so it's just completely unacceptable that this patch of forest has been selected for harvesting. Mm. And this might be a silly question, but this is all really well established. How did... Um, Vic Forest get approval to, to open up a coop like that? Well, like as you just stated, um, in 1977, this entire area was mapped as old growth forest by the Forest Commission. And uh, recently, Vic Forest has amended their definition of what is old growth forest. And in light of losing a lot of forest, as a result of the bushfire crisis, we believe that there's been areas opened up for logging to fulfil a quota um, and the needs of the contract with Nippon between our state government and these areas of forests are being considered because there's just simply not enough timber left in the industry to supply the industry. Mm. And we can talk about the timber industry and the impact of fires um, a bit later, but I'm interested sure. in this change about the old growth definition. So can you tell us what, um, you know, what used to be the classification for old growth and how have they managed to change it to open up these new areas? I'm not entirely um, sure about the exact definition so I wouldn't be able to give you a complete accurate definition currently. But I do know that they have made it more difficult to uh, find old growth as the, um, the forest ecology and the density of large hollow bearing trees has been reduced significantly, which has to be found within a certain area and within proximity of each other, essentially. Mm. So... Uh, hollow bearing trees are threatened. Um, we are finding less of those as a result of logging. And mm. and they're incredibly significant in creating this habitat. Yeah, so. absolutely. These, uh, you know, arboreal mammals depend upon hollows for homes and ours as well. They are, it's critical habitat, it's shelter. And the Kalatha tree, much loved by locals, um, was it previously thought that this area of forest was safe from logging? Yes. 
And uh, so you were out there last week. What was the response from the locals in learning that this area wasn't protected and, you know, how, how were people feeling out there? Um, well, I'd just like to state that the Kalatha tree is protected, but mm-hmm. uh, the forest which is within the Coop area, Zinger, is what's under threat. But because we need our forests intact and not fragmented, because this is an ecosystem, um, all these trees and organisms, they work together. So when we start fragmenting the forest, uh, we start to disrupt the the livelihood of these areas and their potential to thrive into the future. Um, in terms of community response, uh, we've seen a huge outcry and absolute anguish from uh, local community members. Um, we had Uncle Larry, you know, state that when we destroy country and we destroy these forests, um, we are taking away their culture and we're disempowering them to be able to engage with their cultural identity and to retain their stories surrounding these beautiful trees and this area. Mm. And so last week there was a court injunction stopping logging in 13 coops across the Central Highlands, and uh, which then later included the Zinger Coop. Uh, on what grounds was this injunction put in place? The 13 coops, yeah. initially? Yeah. Uh, so a really wonderful surveying group called Watch Wildlife of the Central Highlands Um, They have been conducting surveys throughout the forest and they go and find critically endangered species and submit reports to the government. Um, So they mounted a court case, which is my understanding, um, to highlight the plight of these species and in wake of the bushfires that these areas which they've been found in is critical habitat for them which must be protected immediately and last year the government made an announcement that they were going to end native forest logging by 2030 and that they would immediately cease old growth logging and as we can see this is not the case this is a promise which has been broken and now they're moving into uh, critically threatened species habitat so this evidence was provided in front of a court um, and Obviously, the court has understood the science and seen that this is forest and habitat which must be protected immediately in order to uh, protect the plight of these already critically endangered species. Mm. I guess it's a relief to see that the court is upholding this when really what we're seeing is a shifting of the goalposts. Yes. You know, like last year, let's say we'll stop we'll stop all old growth logging, but we'll redefine what old growth is and make it much yeah. harder for forests to meet that standard. Is that is that my that's my understanding of what's going on? Absolutely. Um, we see this kind of thing all the time. It's um, in the d- words of David Lindenmeyer, <laughs> uh, political bastardry, mm. essentially. And so this uh, current injunction goes until Wednesday. What are Forest Conservation Victoria hoping for after that? And what, or what are they preparing for? Well, we're hoping that this coop will be protected and all our efforts last week alongside community members and other forest action groups, which we stand in solidarity with, um, have basically bought time for this area of forest. 
uh, when we go in and we step in with direct action, we allow um, you know other people to submit uh, reports to the government or to submit their outrage, and it allows us to gather a a movement to save these areas, and we hope that you know the government and the court comes to their senses and immediately protects and essentially grants protection of this area because it's extremely significant culturally, ecologically and spiritually. Mm. And I'm interested in um, what last week looked like. You know, this was a community-led response Mm -hmm. uh, to stop logging. What was happening on the ground? So the blockade began Sunday evening and basically we go in there and we set up a tree sit and we set up a monopole on the track so it stopped machines being able to access that track and continue to bulldoze through um, the Leadbeater's Possum buffer zone. Um, And we had a brave conservationist suspended in the tree nicknamed Possum and that person was removed from the tree by authorities late Monday afternoon. Um, People went back into the area Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, There was community members on the road with banners. There were people who did walk-ins, so that's where you walk into the safety zone. Uh, There were people who were black wallabing, to my knowledge, uh, running around the bush, which um, immediately means that the workers have to cease operations as a result of being within the safety zone, which compromises the safety of the individuals. Um, so there was a mixed you know, form of tactics occurring in the forest to halt logging. Um, come Thursday, Mother Nature rained down the whole day, which was incredible for everyone involved. Uh, a little bit of reprieve. <laughs> Um, and, and logging doesn't happen in yeah, the Yeah, the logging so. doesn't happen when there's, a, you know, heavy rainfall because the coop becomes very muddy. It's very, it becomes unsafe essentially because the ground is so unstable. When you go out to the forest and there's been uh, a large rainfall, you can hear, you know, a lot of things falling over in the forest quite easily because the soil is so moist. Um, these forests are, you know, incredible water retainers. That's where a lot of our, you know, water's coming from to Melbourne. That's why Melbourne has incredible drinking water because Mm. they're our water catchments. Uh, So Thursday was a day of rest for everyone who's been involved in uh, fighting for this area. And then come Friday, another blockade had been established the previous night. So that halted logging once again all day. And I believe the news came in to halt logging and to cease operations till this Wednesday, 5pm, late that afternoon. So a whole entire, you know, combination of community efforts and uh, blockading from FCV, Forest Conservation Victoria, is what occurred out there, essentially. Mm. And, you know, from potentially the government's perspective, what has occurred is civil disobedience. Yes. But this, these actions have stopped logging in an area that may well be illegal to log in as decided tomorrow or the next day, is that? That's correct. Yeah. Well, it's already been found that the access track is 
through a Leadbeater's buffer, Leadbeater's possum buffer zone. So already that is deemed illegal by their standards. Mm. Well, it's just horrifying to see it is. that they're willing to break their own laws to, to log these trees. Yeah, to fulfil a quota. Mm. And so you brought it up earlier, um, logging and bushfires. So this summer we saw a huge amount of our native forests go up in flames in ways that isn't necessarily natural and they may not recover from. And now we're seeing logging in the areas that were previously protected. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Well, yeah, we saw a national bushfire crisis and there were so many people who were obviously extremely devastated by these bushfires. Um, the whole of Australia seemed to unite behind this crisis and we obviously should be immediately protecting and safeguarding our forests and the the remaining habitat that these animals have post-bushfires. And it is just insanity that we are going in and continue, continuing to clear fell areas of forests which, if we're left remain intact they would thrive and they would become acceptable vital habitat for these species and it's been found through conclusive scientific research that logging exacerbates fire regimes and it and it creates a risk and it poses a threat to these local communities which live in amongst these areas so as you can imagine the people that are living in these areas which are being clear-felled feel threatened and feel at risk of future bushfires, essentially. Mm. Yeah, there's really that two sides of the story is, one, we lost the, we lost all our trees and then they're logging what's left. <laughs> yeah. And the other one is they're increasing the risk of future fires. Absolutely. Especially the process of clear-felling, it is completely destructive to the entire area which is logged. Um, when they clear fell, as you can imagine, they remove absolutely everything, bar a few habitat trees or seed trees. And then to regenerate this area, they uh, drop chemical bombs which set the area on fire to try and imitate a natural uh, fire regeneration burn. And this is not in a line with what we would actually typically see occur in a natural bushfire as the intensity of the burn is a lot greater typically and it burns through um, to a very deep layer of the soil profile which er eradicates all the microbial diversity to begin with as well as evaporating high volumes of water and then they reseed um, and when this regeneration becomes um, dry after it's all grown and it's been competing against each other, it dries out and essentially becomes kindling for another fire to come through. So it's a very dangerous thing to be doing at a time of ecological collapse and within a climate crisis. We need these forests intact mm. to prevent further bushfire devastation essentially. Yes, one of the banners I saw in the pictures was there is all logging is illegal in a climate emergency, which I think really hits home for what 
is happening out there. Absolutely. Oh, native forest logging. Yes. 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 Thank you for that clarification. So for people who are listening out there who are inspired by the work that Forest Conservation Victoria is doing or want to help out, get involved, what can you tell them? Well, depending on what area you live within, um, I think it's really important to firstly like our Facebook page to stay updated with what's going on out there. Um, get in contact with any local action groups that may be within your area. Um, submit, you know, concerns to your local members of parliament. Um, write to Daniel Andrews, write to Lily Ambrosio. Um, yeah, just keep up to date with what's going on. If you are interested in direct action, uh, shoot us a message on our Facebook page. And yeah, there's so many things that you can do to be a part of this movement and to help That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) The federal government has just announced plans for a radioactive waste dump in Kimba on Bangala country. BHP is expanding the Olympic Dam uranium mine. Now is the time to join the radioactive resistance. Hit the road with Friends of the Earth Melbourne's Nuclear Free Collective as we travel to frontline communities and see how the nuclear industry impacts people. The Radioactive Exposure Tour will run from April 10 to 19 this year. More details on melbournefoe.org.au slash radtour2020 or contact us on radexposuretour at gmail.com. Foe's Nuclear Free Campaign is a 3CR supporter. You're listening to Dirt Radio on 3CR. You're with Megan today and we've been hearing from Alana Mountain from the Forest Conservation Victoria or the group Forest Conservation Victoria who have been out protecting the Telangi State Forest um, from a logging logging operation that was threatening uh, an area that got named the Zinger Coop by Vic Forests but is a very significant part of uh, critically endangered leadbeater's possum habitat. Of course, if you've just joined us, you can catch up on the conversation at 3cr.org.au slash dirtradio. And this show has been featuring one of our comrades, our allies in the movement, Forest Conservation Victoria. But if you're interested in hearing how Friends of the Earth has been connected to the forest movement over the years, you can tune into our forest episode on the retrospective history series that's available at 3cr.org.au slash acting up. I believe the name was Walking Tall Amongst Giants and we had people from the main uh, Melbourne Rainforest Action Group and from Gecko talking about uh, 30 years of protecting forests. So um, if you have enjoyed the show and you like what we do here at 3CR, it's always a good idea to feed Radical Radio and subscribe now. You can do that by calling up on 94198377 where else would you hear 24 hours of dedicated broadcasting to international people so the international day of people with disability we recently had a special programming for 
um, the International Working Women's Day on Sunday. And we uh, create lots of radical radio and get voices that would otherwise not be heard to air. So if you can support what we do, uh, feed radical radio. It is $35 for a concession or pension. $75 $75 for waged and there's a $150 solidarity subscription for bands and organizations. And you can also jump online at 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe. And coming up at Friends of the Earth is the Get It Done Action Planning and Skillshare at the Kathleen Symes Library and Community Centre in Carlton. That is on Saturday at 10 a.m. till 1 p.m. And it's getting everyone ready for next week's week of action for Victorian climate leadership. So it's crunch time for the Act on Climate Collective's long-standing campaign for science-based emissions reductions targets. The Andrews government's decision is just weeks away. And time is running out to make the case to keep global warming below 1.5 degrees. I imagine that protecting Victoria's forests would be incredibly significant in achieving a global warming of less than 1.5 degrees. So, and this is a distributed week of action, so you can get organised with your communities and support this campaign with an action wherever you are. The week is starting with 100 laps for climate leadership at Parliament next week, next Tuesday, 8.30am, and wrapping up with Irish Tunes for Climate Action Sunday at 5pm at Friends of the Earth. You can check out our Facebook page for everything that's going on and don't forget to support the Forest Conservation Victoria Facebook page. Go on and like that uh, for all the news about this community-led and very important work. That's just about all we've got time for today. Uh, Thank you so much again for joining us, Alana. How did you enjoy the show? It was great. Love to be back. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, keep us updated with what's going on, and as news breaks, we can put it out there. So until next time, going to go out on "Get Up, Stand Up" by Bob Marley. Get up, stand up, stand up for your right. Get up. Bye.